Hello, you're listening to season two of the Achieve With Me podcast. I am your host, Rachel Gilfrin, and I'll be spending the next few minutes chatting to you about what achieving, winning, and success mean to you. As a life coach specializing in confidence and career progression, I am a strong believer that success is very closely linked to having a positive mindset. I'll be sharing my own highs and lows from my past corporate career in IT sales and sharing some really valuable tips and techniques to help you to get ahead in your career. To help you to get these implemented today, you can catch the written episode on my blog, which is at www.rachelharriotcoaching.co.uk. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hello and welcome back to season two of the Achieve With Me podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in today. Perhaps the reason that you have tuned in to today's episode is because you maybe resonated with the title. Today I'm going to be talking all about overthinking. As a perfectionist, I am very well experienced in this area. <laughs> and I don't mean in a positive way. I have spent so much time, so much time researching this very challenge and working to overcome things with my coach as well because there were so many patterns in the way that I was overthinking that I had to kind of disprove to myself. Taking it back a few years, um, around 10 years ago, I was given a book called How to Stop Worrying and Start Living by Dale Carnegie. And this was definitely a bit of a gateway into my understanding of the fact that we can actually choose our thoughts, our feelings and our responses to things if we want to. Now, because I feel so strongly about this subject, about the whole overthinking paralysis that we can get into... I wanted to give some real advice from one of my favourite mentors who I admire phenomenally and that is Mr Tony Robbins. Tony shares his thoughts on this matter, well quite frequently, they're often laced throughout his events and courses. As I've mentioned on another podcast, definitely recommend going to one of his events. Um, But he also very helpfully provides a bit of a summary of the subject on his website. Now, I'm going to be sharing some of those thoughts and tips with you today, but I will also include the link in the show notes if you'd like to visit the full article yourself and just have a read through and re-familiarise yourself with everything. Now, if you've been part of any of my courses or coaching programmes in the past, you'll know that I always like to begin by getting clear on what we're actually talking about here. I mean, what is overthinking? Now, the classic overthinking definition is basically thinking about something too much or for too long. But how long's a piece of string? Well, it is human nature to think things through when you're making a decision, especially if it feels very important to you. But when, it, when you're thinking too much, it basically means when you can't get out of your own head and you're really, really struggling to come to any kind of decision at all. I think everybody goes through it in some ways or another, but because we don't tend to understand how long other people go through this process for, it can be difficult to identify when it has become an issue. 
some people really struggle to actually turn their concerns off. And these concerns aren't just about the current moment either. They're not even just about the future either. So many people really worry about things that have happened in the past and they feel as though, you know, they carry around a lot of shame about things that they should have done or things that, you know, they've maybe wasted opportunities about. Um, And of course, you know, there's this consistent worry about what could happen in the future. So really, it's a very difficult thing to address when you aren't sure where it's coming from either. So what we often find is that the more we think about something, the less likely we are to actually do this. Um, one of my sales, my old sales directors always referred to the phrase analysis paralysis, um, which always stuck in my mind. It's basically when you prepare so much or you think about something so much, you then don't do anything because you feel as though you're scared to take any kind of action. Um, So it's definitely something that means that you can end up a bit stuck about. Anyway, so Mr. Robbins shares seven key steps to really help you to ease and stop overthinking eventually. So the first step that he describes is all about identifying these negative thought patterns. So these are phrases or things that keep coming up in our minds. And often these patterns will begin to appear during times where we feel stressed or overwhelmed, or perhaps we feel sort of pushed into a corner. Um, These tend to really contribute to how we overthink things. One of the most common thought patterns is called ruminating. Now, you may have heard this phrase before, um, but the definition that's provided is where there is a single thought or several connected thoughts that are sad or dark or run through your mind over and over again. Now, typically, rumination is very common in perfectionists. (laughs) shock and you know it can contribute to a breakdown in relationships where you end up pushing other people away so this is definitely something that continues to occur when you do struggle to identify the thought patterns so the first thing that we need to be doing is really thinking about where might this be showing up in the way that I think about things day to day or especially when I might be pushed into a corner Now, number two is all about what Tony calls managing your story. Now, the way in which I interpret this is all about becoming aware or reflecting on what your limiting beliefs are. Now, limiting beliefs are little seeds of doubt or repetitive phrases that keep coming up in our minds. And effectively, what happens in the way that we articulate these is we have a story. So something that you might say, an example of a story might be, I don't want to take the next step up at work. There's no point because the more money you earn, the more stress you have. Now that's a story that you might be telling either your colleagues or your manager, but actually there's a limiting belief underlying that story. And that limiting belief is that you don't believe that you can cope with the stress that comes with a higher paid job. Another very broad example of a limiting belief would be when you might say to yourself, 
I'm no good at that. And how that might be articulated again in the story might be that you would always say to a friend, I'm not interested in doing that. I don't want to. It's not not actually that you don't want to or you're not interested. It's that you don't believe that you'd be any good. So we have these phrases that will keep coming up. And the way in which that we can begin to manage this story is by understanding which are these repetitive phrases Once we can identify which ones keep coming up, we can begin to reframe them, which is where we can literally take that sentence, challenge it in our minds, and then effectively replace it with a more positive story. So we might say, for example, I haven't done that before. I don't know if I'm any good at it, but I'm going to give it a try. That will be a really effective reframe. Number three is all about letting go of the past. So as an overthinker, what happens is we often focus on things that have happened in the past and worry about, why didn't I do that? Or what would have happened if I had done that? When you begin to learn how to witness your thoughts, you can start to begin to look at the past as something that has happened that cannot be changed. And it doesn't mean that you don't learn from what's happened, but it just means that you don't take any kind of emotional attachment to what's happened in the past. So examples of really letting go are, you know, things like forgiving somebody in your life, accepting the fact that, you know, you can't change that now. So letting go of the emotions that you had during that time and moving on. Now, similarly to number three is number four, which is living in the moment. Now, I am all about being present and trying to really experience each moment for what it is. But let's face it, it's so difficult to just flip a switch and stop overthinking. If it were that easy, we would all do it, right? So the basic ways that you can begin to start to train your mind and take control of that and to really practice what we call conscious awareness. Um, So Tony suggests things like practicing meditation um, and priming that you can do at the beginning of the day to kind of prime your brain to really fully accept and make the most of the day. These rituals are something that you you can begin to implement into your daily routine. And effectively what you'd be doing is identifying when the overthinking has started And just try and nip it in the bud by just taking a second to be consciously aware. Breathing and just taking a minute to think about being in the moment rather than thinking about the thing that you're doing. So again, it can take some time to perfect, but it's worth doing to try and free yourself from a lifetime of overthinking or worse, worrying about the fact that you overthink in the first place. Number five is all about taking control of your emotions. So of course we have various different emotions that happen throughout the day, whether these are what we deem to be positive or negative emotions. And quite often when we feel some some of the negative emotions like anger or anxiety, we can just let them take over without actually acknowledging them. So by acknowledging the fact that yeah, I am feeling a bit maybe disappointed about this or, you know, I am feeling a bit anxious about this. Try and get to the root cause of exactly why you feel like that. Ask yourself questions like, when did I start feeling that emotion? 
Because what you'll learn when you begin to look at this self-reflection process is that your thoughts create your feelings. So somewhere along the line, there will have been a thought that provoked an emotion. Now, the thought is likely to have happened off the back of an action or a behavior that you've witnessed from someone else. But effectively, you can always trace something back to something that's happened. And by doing this, you can really start to ease the overthinking again, because you'll have a better understanding of why you're feeling how you're feeling. Number six is a fantastic one. It's one that I use so much in my coaching. It's all about focusing on solutions. So a lot of the time when we tend to overthink, it's because we've got a problem looming ahead of us or what we deem to be a problem. Now, the time and energy that we invest into worrying about something always feels as though you get a bit of a raw deal from that because by the time the thing comes around, a lot of the time it might not even happen and we've spent all that time and energy worrying about it. But what if we reinvested that energy into trying to find a solution? Being very, very clear and honest with ourselves and saying, okay, what am I in control of here? Well, there's nothing I can do about this particular thing. But what else could I do? What else could I do to impact this? What is within my power to try and change this? And by focusing on finding a solution that is within your control really helps you to kind of take back that control within your life and take back control of your thoughts as well. So you're breaking the cycle of that overthinking within that moment. Finally, number seven is knowing the difference between fear and intuition. Now, this is actually really difficult, and especially if you do struggle with overthinking regularly, because what we worry about is making a mistake, and then we overthink about whether we should even do the thing anyway. (laughs) A lot of the time when we feel um, intuitively guided towards doing something, it feels good to us. So there isn't any kind of fear behind it. If we're operating from intuition, we feel as though we have a knowing that it's the right thing to do. So even by taking the small steps to just close your eyes and zone in on what you're planning to do and asking yourself, is this the right thing to do? And then just falling silent. And you will have an intuitive nudge at that point. It's very likely that you will have an intuitive nudge at that point anyway, that will really help to guide you as to whether you're going to be doing the right thing from a place of fear or from a place of intuition. And there is actually a bonus tip on the link to the article that I'm going to share with you. As ever, I would always recommend exploring all of Tony Robbins' resources that he's got available on the site and there's going to be a bonus tip on there for you to explore as well so hopefully that'll encourage you to pop on over there and have a look at some of the things that he has to offer. If I could give you one thing to go away from this episode with it would be this it is totally possible for you to help yourself to stop overthinking all the time. As with a lot of other mindset work, it takes consistency and it takes for you to truly, truly want to make an improvement in this area, but you absolutely can do this. So I hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope you enjoyed getting another perspective outside of my own, even if there was a little bit of a twist on it from my side as well there.
Now, if you're still struggling, I have got quite a few good book recommendations that I can help you with. So feel free to direct message me on Instagram and I would love to share those with you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening to season two of the Achieve With Me podcast. I'd absolutely love to hear from you if there's any other workplace challenges you're facing at the moment that you'd like me to consider doing an episode on. Please do follow me on Instagram, which is at Rachel Harriet Coaching. And remember, you can visit my website, www.rachelharrietcoaching.co.uk to revisit some of these topics in my blog or if you want to learn more about one-to-one coaching. Have a wonderful day.